Blog Talk Radio.
Good afternoon, good afternoon. God bless you. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you're listening to Global Gospel. I thank God that he got up for Sean Mitchell and uh, Dorinda Clark Cole. An empty grave is there to prove. And, great, and certainly we are grateful to God today that he sent his son, Jesus Christ. And not only did he live and he died for us, but he got up with all power in his hand, with victory over death, hell, and the grave. And this morning we woke up in time and not eternity just because he got up, because he lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I can face today. Because he lives, I can make it through this day, through this uh, every second, every moment, every minute, every hour. I can give God glory, honor, and praise because he's worthy to be praised. It is Saturday afternoon. It is the 1 o'clock hour. Once again, we are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. So we want you to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, even tell your enemies that we are on and that there's good news for the gospel is good news and is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and to everyone that believes the gospel is for everybody, black, white, rich, poor. The gospel has no limits, and we thank God the gospel is universal, and we are aim to reach and send the gospel around the world until everyone uh, believes uh, on Jesus Christ, those that would believe. We thank God for them. And those that don't believe, we just have to pray about that. Uh, we are on Facebook at Global Gospel. We are on Instagram at Global Gospel. We are on Twitter, Global Gospel. So please follow us. Um, it's very easy to access us. If you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331. That's in Hempstead, New York, zip code 11550. Uh, you can email us. Please email us. Please uh, let us know that you're listening uh, in at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. And once again, it is uh, Saturday, August 25th, and I heard someone say earlier today that it's no, this is known as back-to-school weekend, um, but there are so many uh, people that are already have already started school, they're on their way back to school, and we continue to ask God's blessings and favor on their life and pray that God covers them with the blood, that all those that are traveling, that uh, the Lord gives them traveling mercy, that they uh, make it to their uh, destinations and that they would have a prosperous fall semester, a prosperous um, school year. I would just like to share our theme scripture here at Global Gospel, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine un. To them So the gospel is only hid to them at That are lost The gospel is plain and simple uh, It's simple All you have to do is confess with your mouth And believe in your heart The Lord Jesus Christ That he was raised from the dead That he died for your sins And it, it is simple Salvation is, is so simple to receive It doesn't mean that you're going to have an easy life it doesn't mean that you're not going to have trouble in your life But 
it is an assurance for it is assurance and insurance for eternity. Uh, we have so many uh, people listening. Uh, we have listeners here in the United States. We have listeners in Norway. We have listeners in Germany. We have listeners in Canada. So we encourage you all to continue to listen in and spread the news to everyone. Um, these, uh, this segment here that we're talking about, um, last week we started out uh, talking about talking with our Christian educators, and our guest last week was Evangelist Diane Mack from New Jersey. This week we have another very special guest, a Christian educator, and we will hear more from her in the studio later. But we need people, we need Christians in the world. We need Christians in action. We need Christians at work. We need Christians in the community. And it does not take away from your salvation to be involved with others because Jesus, uh, he mingled with everyone. And sometimes we uh, find people that they turn up their nose at certain people or certain situations, but the uh, quote goes, there go I, but for the grace of God. And if it wasn't for God's grace and his mercy, we would all be in terrible, terrible shape. I would just like to uh, share this particular passage of scripture before we take a break. It comes from... Uh, the book of Colossians, chapter 3 and verse 7. Just one scripture, and you can study it and meditate it, meditate on it in your spare time. Uh, sorry, uh, Colossians 3, verse 17. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. We are going to listen, we're going to take a break, listen to this song, Stevie Wonder, Higher Ground, and then we will be back in studio with our very special guest for the afternoon. Stay tuned and be blessed.
Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We are back, and you are listening to Global Gospel, and our special guest is here in studio, First Lady Katiana Floyd. God bless you, First Lady. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm blessed. Can't complain. God is good. Excellent. Glad to have you here in studio. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Right, and um, so we we we're um talking uh we we started out last week in this back to school season, talking to our Christian educators, and as Stevie Wonder said, teachers keep on teaching, and that's encouragement to uh to the teachers or all those educators that are out there listening, and preachers keep on preaching. Just it's just an inspirational song for everyone, and um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh boy. So I am uh, First Lady uh, at the House of Blessings Christian Fellowship with my husband, who is Pastor Terrence Floyd. Um, we have three wonderful children, three boys, Terrence, Terrence, uh, Terrence Trenton, and Tennyson. Um, let's see, I have been teaching for about 13 years now. I teach in the uh, South Honey District. Um, I absolutely love teaching. I think it has been the most rewarding career. Um, and I'm still in school myself. So teaching and being in school, learning, it's something that's never ending for me. And, you know, it's just sort of encompasses my whole entire being. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really good. Okay, that's, that's, um, that's a blessing. So it sounds like you are leading a full and productive and busy life. Yes, I am. Very busy, very busy life. And, but you're still continuing to learn, so that's that's a good thing as well, because, like you said, we never um, we never stop uh, learning, and so we thank God for all that you do, and we uh, certainly we thank God for your church. Uh, we shout out Pastor uh, Floyd as well. So you are an as you are a wife, a mother, an educator, first lady, uh you wear many hats. And so where does uh God fit in this equation? And how did, how did you uh come to know about him? Well, honestly, being in church and knowing the Lord has been something that I've, you know, had all my life. I remember Back when I was very little, we've always been in church. Church was just a part of our everyday, every week thing. Um, you know, going to church, being in Sunday school, uh, going to Bible study regularly, going to, you know, youth services. Um, I've always been in church. And um, so this is nothing that's foreign to me, being a first, you know, being a first lady. That is, of course, something that, even though seven years in, is still, you know, something that's not. I never saw myself here, um, but knowing God and having God as a part of my life and, you know, being a, a Christian, it's just, it's in me. It's something that I've always, you know, I've always had. So in terms of that, how does that play into my, you know, being a teacher? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that only enhances me being a teacher. I was telling my husband, uh, we were talking about, uh, talking about all this, and I was telling him that, um, it's funny that my students sort of, 
I believe they know just because of the way I carry myself. I don't I don't always just tell everybody that I'm, you know, a first lady at a church and because you have right. to be careful with what you say with students. Um, but true. they know that there they know that there's something in me that makes me different from everybody else. And so over the past couple of years, I've had a lot of my students, um, they ask me to come to their church services and they want me to be, you know, come, come and see me at my church, come see my church. And, you know, we're putting on a play. Would you come? Um, and I believe that's just because that there, there is something that's on me that they don't see on other people. And then when they're, you know, if they do ask me about my relationship with the Lord or whatever, I will offer that. I'll tell them that, but it's not something that I tell, you know, that's not the first thing I, I talk about with my students. Um, but I think it has a great influence on who I am, um, who my colleagues see me to be, um, how I carry myself day to day in my in my job, uh, as far as my work is concerned, what I do for people, what I do for my um, my supervisors and my bosses. I take a lot of pride in a lot of things, um, and and what I do. And I think that's just because you know what I do for Christ. I do it, you know, it, it, it's every, in every area of my life. Right, right. Um, so, so definitely, your, so your light is your light is definitely shining, and we know that when you work with um, children or young people, we know that they they just don't hold back. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, nope, whatever is <laughs> on their mind, they're pretty much gonna say it, whether it's appropriate or not appropriate. They just can't hold it in sometimes. It's, especially this generation is, is a little different than our generation. We're a little more reserved and not um, as right. quick to speak out. But um, right. you know that 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 that's definitely uh, interesting. That's a good thing that you know your coworkers and as well as students. And we know stu- and children they can see people for who they really are. Sometimes we are a little reluctant. We like you know we give the people the benefit of the doubt, but the, mm-hmm. the innocence of them, I think, it just is able to let them discern a little better than sometimes we are at making um, judgment calls. Absolutely. So, Right. So what so what you're saying is that okay, so sometimes people question you about, you know, uh who you are and they they notice a difference in you. So so basically your ministry extends into the classroom and outside of the classroom into the community. Is basically what you're saying, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I am known um to be the one who um, on my job, even in the face of adversity, in the face of difficult times, losses, whatever the situation is, I'm the one that's known at, at work to be the one that sort of brings a positive energy to everybody else, to let them know that there's, you know, it's this is not the end. This is something that's temporary. This, you know, just to try to encourage them. Um, and I feel like, you know, as we said, that being an encourager is something that is very socially social related to being a teacher, trying to just sort of help other people to see or to to learn that, you know, we can stay in a negative space, um, that negativity often, you know, influences other things in other, other parts of our lives, and we have to really be careful with what we say, how we think, what we do, and I'm known as, you know, on my job with my close colleagues, the ones that are, you know, always around me, they come mm-hmm. to me and they say, listen, if I'm going through this, could you pray for me? Could you pray for my mother-in-law? Could you pray for whoever, and they always tell me they they feel like I have 
you know, uh, a, a secret a secret door to God or something. And I often laugh at that. Um, and I and I you know I I laugh at it, but I I believe that that's just because of the way I carry myself. And I do I know I have a great connection with the Lord. Um, and I I'm you know it makes me happy that other people can see His light in me and will come to me and ask me um, you know for prayer you know to to pray for them or to give them an encouraging word or whatever it is. So you know it's it's, it's nice to have that. Right, that that's definitely a blessing. So, um, prayer. So, you, I guess you would say that prayer is definitely a big part of your life. Then, absolutely, you can't. <laughs> absolutely, I can't start a day without praying. Without, you know, even if it's five minutes in the morning, any time to talk with God is 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 amazing time because you, He wants to hear from us. He wants that connection with us and. In order for me to be successful in my day and to do the things that I do, I need to gain strength from him. And so right. the only way to do that is by prayer. You have to pray to him. You have to communicate with him. Um, and that's something that has to be done daily. And a lot of times we forget, you know, we make time for everything else in our lives. And believe me, right now my life is, is crazy. Like I'm getting trying to get ready to go back to work myself, get my kids, you know, ready for school and ready for the next steps in their lives. And if I didn't have my time in the morning to sit and meditate, to read the word, you know, have my little daily devotion in the morning, even if, like I said, five or ten minutes, prayer is so important, and it's it's absolutely imperative for us to pray in order for us to have a successful day. So, yes, I believe that prayer is absolutely necessary. And I even pray for my students. Um, I don't pray all I don't, I don't I don't lay hands on them or anything like that, but I pray right. for my students that they have a successful year because them having a successful year means I'm going to have a successful year or, or vice versa. I pray that I have a successful year that what I teach the kids that they get it and in turn, they'll have a successful year. So prayer is definitely um, an imperative part of the day. Right. And, and I think that that's so important that um, people don't realize um, being a, a Christian, um, it doesn't take away from, your professional experience, but it just adds to it. It makes life that much more easier for um, yourself and for the others around you. And like you said, you you don't walk around laying hands on people, but it's the spirit that right. re- resides within you. And then we and we live in a world that's so diverse as far as religion, and everybody mm-hmm. has a bandwagon, and everybody's offended yes. by something, or everybody's yes. not offended. So it is important that we know who we are with. In ourselves, and that we can just just carry that light, and you don't have to, Absolutely. you know, be the loudest person out there. You don't have to be a uh, walking around with a picket sign or something like this. But you know, right, the Christ with a sign on your you. chest, right? <laughs> you know, it, it makes a difference. It's a, it's an inside thing. It's an inside thing. Okay, um, right. we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back. Uh, the song simply says. For the rest of my life, I'll serve him. And as a uh, Christian, as educators, uh, we are serving the Lord and we are giving God our best. And whatever we do, as the scripture I read, we're supposed to do as unto the Lord and give God our best. Once again, our uh, number here in studio, if you would like to call in, is 619-924-0800. And our special guest is First Lady Katiana Floyd from the House of Blessing Christian Fellowship 
and Baldwin, New York, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. interesting question. So um, it was actually a career change for me. Um, initially, when I graduated from Hofstra, um, Hofstra University, I was on the path to going to law school. And it was something that I had always wanted to do. I um, had really wanted to be a little bit on. But after, after college, after the time and realizing that law school was really, really expensive and I just sort of, you know, determined to go in that direction. And I had a really, really close uh, friend to my advisor, somebody who I've worked used to work for. Um, and she sort of said to me, she came upon this program in the city. Now, I had been out of college for about three and a half years at this point. Um, and she came to me and she said, listen, Kat, um, there's a program in the city called New York City Teaching Fellows, like, would you, you know, you should think about doing something like this. She's like, I think you'd be an excellent educator. Um, this is a great career path for you. You should think about doing it. And I, I gave it a try. I said, all right, fine. I went into the city, went in for an interview. I had never taught a lesson before. Um, I, not even a Sunday school lesson, because at this point I just, you know, I just, I had never done anything on this, on this level. And so I went in. Taught, taught my mini lesson, um, did a mini interview, and they said, That's what I did. Um, it was a good thing. Again, it was something that um, I didn't think I never saw myself doing, but something that I thought was would be satisfying all within itself. And I started as a teaching fellow in the city. I worked out there for five years as a teacher, got certified, did a math my master's in special education and 
you know, the rest is history. I moved out to South Huntington, you know, maybe seven years ago um, as a teacher. And, you know, I absolutely love what I do. And it was something that um, I think was perfect for me to do, to be able to be who I am um, and be around people that well that's that's um that's an interesting story um and that just lets us know um there are actually so many of us that we do have career changes um because what we set out to do and what God has for us to do are two different things uh, as one of my coworkers. Uh, tells me that we make plans and God laughs. So, and I'm sure right. he gets a lot of. If, if he does laugh, he gets a lot of laughs out of people um, because sometimes we we just don't know what's we don't know what's best for us, and we don't know what God has in, in store for us. So um, now that you are an educator, what what would you say um, are some of the uh, most rewarding things about being an educator? Um, I think every year, every year presents it, it presents itself with new challenges, and I think that's because all of our students are so different. Um, every year we get a different group of students that sort of challenge you and make you uh, reevaluate why you teach. Some, some, some of them make you, you know, make you really think about why it is that you're teaching what you're doing. But uh, then there are those that really um, sort of. Um, they're like sponges, and they soak up everything you say and really want to know more about you. I, I teach eighth-grade English. I'm, you know, special ed teacher. I teach eighth-grade English. And, um, you know, when we read read our novels and uh, talk about different aspects of life and things like that, it's really, it's really nice to see the kids, the ones that want to do the work and that really want to know what it is that you have to say. Um, it's rewarding when they are um, so into what it is that you're teaching, uh, and you see the progress that they make from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Um, and that, like I said, every year, different students, different challenges. I see different levels of um, academic ability, um, different levels of disability, and um, it's just it's, it's rewarding to me to see students overcome um, disabilities in the way that they do and how they progress from, you know, from September to June, um, and whether that be because of maturity or because of something that you may have dropped in them and, you know, just the ability to see that little seed blossom into, into what it becomes at the end of, the, at the end of their eighth-grade year, um, that's what's rewarding about it, let alone the vacation time, the time that you're <laughs> off. Um, and you try, the times that you get to have, like, this, you know, a little bit of a mental break throughout the year, the summer's off, right. like those types of things, um, that's also, you know, rewarding in this career. Um, but I think, too, for me, this where I am in my life and where I've, you know, the things that I've done, me being an educator pushes me to further my own education. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm constantly teaching, uh, you know, our students, but I also want to be taught, it, it, it gives me a hunger for learning. And so, like I said, I've been in school, you know, working on my second master's degree, going to get my doctorate um, soon after. So, I mean, I'm always, I'm always wanting to learn and um, wanting to teach others. 
um, and educating others. So that's really what's rewarding about being um, an educator. Wow, that that's that's definitely a blessing. So based, so by uh, continuing your education, you're certainly one that practice what you preach uh, by going on to higher learning. And uh, so many people they get stuck and they think that. What would you say to someone that they feel like they're stuck right now? Like, oh, I'm too old to go back to school. What would you say to that person? You're never too old. Never too old. That's something that I I feel like. I think that's that's a limitation that people put on themselves. It's not that you're too old. I don't think anybody is ever too old to go back to school. It's never something that you should give up on, no matter how old you are, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter where you are in your life. Um, if you desire to go back to school, that is something that I am a huge proponent of, go, do it. Whatever you have to do, if you take one class a semester, if you take an online course, put yourself in, in, in into some sort of, education program and move forward and before you know it you'll be done and you'll go oh wow I've actually done it we hear stories all the time of 80 year olds and 90 year olds graduating from college um, because they simply did not let their age be a limitation for them Um, and it doesn't even matter like how how you are as um, an individual maybe you might have a disability and you go well education or school is not for me but I'm always saying you have to push past your disability Push past what you are putting on yourself. We all, we do it too many times that we put limitations on ourselves um, and not really um, allow ourselves to flourish. Um, but I I would say to anybody, it's never too late. You should you know if you if you feel like you want to start start now. Start small. Never despise small beginnings. Right? Isn't that what the word says? Right. We have to yes. just go ahead and do it. Take the step and let God do the rest. And that's really, you know, that's my that's my philosophy. Right, and and I think that's a great uh, philosophy to live by, uh, because uh, the Bible says that my people perish because of lack of knowledge, and there's so right. many people that are walking around. They just they're, they're just clueless, and it's, sometimes it's it's lack of education. Sometimes there's a lot of factors that contributed to it, but um, it's so important that we uh, keep our minds learning uh, because right. it. it it's, your brain is like a muscle. You have to you have to use it, and um, if you Absolutely. don't use it, then it gets clouded with the. Um, I think the United Negro College Fund said it best, and we grew up hearing it on commercial after commercial that the mind is a terrible mind thing is a terrible to thing waste. To waste. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and so many people are wasting their mind. Uh, we do want to take a break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, being a worship leader, and we're going to let you give your final uh conclusion because i know you have a busy schedule uh just uh stay tuned once again we're listening to global gospel if perhaps you just tuned in remember that all our shows are archived so at two o'clock immediately following the show you can log back into blog talk radio to global gospel and you can hear the entire show from uh beginning until the conclusion This song simply says There's a blessing in your lesson Isaac Curie and Leandria Johnson There's always a blessing in your lesson There's a blessing In your lesson There's a blessing In your lesson all go through for it 
living limits and higher calling. Oh my. There's a blessing. I knew 
that we needed the worship leader. But I think mm-hmm. it changed when I became first lady. Do you have any, your final uh, 
thoughts before uh, we close out this segment or any words of encouragement to your, uh, to students going back to school, to parents. Maybe you want to shout out your church or shout out a few people or I will say first, I, uh, Reverend Lamar, thank you so much for the invite and for allowing me to um, to just talk and to encourage others uh, out there. Uh, what I do, I love. I love teaching, um, and I love. I love my career. I love what I do, um, and I'm, I'm grateful that God has allowed me, as a teacher and as an encourager, for that to be um, something that sort of infiltrates every area of my life. Because I love teaching at church. I love, you know, doing Sunday school and teaching others how to work, all of those things. So it's just something that um, I believe that you know, God really gave me uh, specifically the gift of the human and I thank God for the community. For this school year that we're about to embark on, I just want to say to parents out there, to children, students, just put your best foot forward. Um, I think that's the, the one thing that I tell my students the very first day is um, do what's asked, for, asked of you meet the expectations, and you'll have a great year. Um, but if you go above and beyond that, you'll have an even better year. Um, but it all starts with you putting your first foot forward. If you walk into the year believing that, you won't do your, that you're not going to do well or that classes are going to be too hard or if you have a negative thought or negative, um, you know, idea about school, then you really are sort of limiting yourself. And I think that what's right. necessary is to go in with a positive thought um, that this year and, you know, sort of having this, to, to make these sayings, to, to make these affirmations daily that I'm going to have a great school year, I'm going to start off the school year on my, um, with my best foot forward, I'm going to be the best me that I could possibly be. Um, and that's something as parents that we need to also push for our kids and, make, you know, say the affirmations with them um, and believe it. Um, we have to believe in our, in our students, believe in our kids, believe that they're going to put their best foot forward and they're going to be the absolute best that they could be and pray for them daily that that's going to happen, that their, that their minds be open, that they're, um, that they're be ready and willing to do their absolute best. Um, so I just want to say, you know, the parents don't, you know, don't feel overwhelmed. The beginning of the school year is so crazy. I know as a teacher and as a parent, right. it is super, super, super busy and crazy just trying to get everything together. But just, Remember to remain calm, remain at peace, to speak positively over your kids, um, because that's something that they definitely need. Uh, at school, they, they get the positivity and they'll get whatever they need from their teachers, but at home, we need the, rea- the reaffirming um, sound and positiveness from our parents, from the parents. I think that's what really makes uh, a student successful in school is to not only have the backing of their teachers and parents and guidance counselors and et cetera, but also have that from their parents. So shout out to all the parents at House of Blessings that are getting ready to get kids ready for school and um, to all the kids that are affiliated with our church and our um, our ministry. I just pray for all of them and uh, pray that they have the best year yet because, uh, you know, maybe they've had successful years before, but I pray that this year is even better than last year. So, um yeah, I, I just pray for all of them. Pray for the parents, pray for our students, pray for even pray for you and this and this uh ministry that you have here Thank you. on this uh you know, that this that this goes even further than you than your wildest dreams because this is definitely something that people need. Um 
just these little bits of uh, encouragement. Um, it's just it's an amazing thing that you're doing. So thank you for the invite, and thank you for thinking of me for um, this series that you're doing. Thank you. Uh, to God be the glory. Uh, we uh, thank you for participating. We thank you for sharing your ministry with our listeners. We thank you for uh, sharing your personal story, your personal testimony. We thank you for your words of encouragement. And uh, you're welcome to come back anytime if you have something that you would like to share. <laughs> and uh, you're a natural. Um, I, I think uh, what you said went over well. It was well received. And people just need to know that there's other people out there that share the same type of issues, the same type of life, because so many times people feel like, and they go into a state of depression, they feel like, I'm doing this all alone. There's nobody else in this situation but me, and we have to encourage each other. So once again, I thank you again for joining us. Uh, Before you leave, would you like to close us out in a word of prayer for our listeners? Uh, I'll do (laughs) Okay. Uh, Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory and the honor for it all belongs to you. We thank you, Lord, for this time, for being able to express um, encouragement for uh, those listeners out there that need it. Um, I just pray, Father, even now that all the listeners that are on this, that they'd be encouraged, that they not lose sight of their own goals, dreams, and aspirations. And that I, I pray also for the children, if there are children listening, that they be um, covered in the name of Jesus as they go throughout their school year. So, God, we just thank you for all the opportunities that you afforded us. We thank you for this opportunity, this radio show. We thank you for Reverend Lamar and, what his, and his vision and his sight. Uh, and we just pray, God, that you continue to bless as only you can. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Thank you. You too.
we give glory to God's name. We give glory to God the Father, His Son, Jesus the Christ, to the Holy Spirit. We thank you, all our radio li- uh, radio listeners, for listening in this afternoon as we continue to talk to Christian educators. We thank God for our special guest that was in studio this afternoon, our First Lady Katiana Floyd from the House of Blessing Christian Fellowship in Baldwin, New York, where Elder Terrence Floyd is the pastor. Once again, you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash global-gospel, and you can listen to the entire show from the beginning to the end, and we just want everyone to be encouraged and know that Christ, Jesus Christ is the answer for whatever your problem is, and once you accept him into your life, that light will shine, and others may see him in you, and you can be a witness to others of the power of Jesus Christ, that he saves, heals, he delivers, he sets free. He will get you through the day if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a judge, if you're a teacher, if you're a police officer, if you're a firefighter, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. And it's all because of God's grace and his mercy. It's because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. The uh, hymn writer said that his grace is amazing. And as we leave uh, on this afternoon, as we uh, carry out the rest of our weekend, as we endeavor to go back to school, we just want to reflect on God's amazing grace. It is grace, uh, someone said, woke me up this morning. Grace started me on my way. Grace will give you the victory. That's an old hymn of the church, but the more traditional uh, hymn of the church says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the rest like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. And as we leave uh, Global Gospel on this afternoon, I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, uh, and you can listen to us next Saturday from 1 p.m. till 2 p.m., and we will be here if the Lord should tarry. Amazing Grace, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. God bless you. Enjoy your afternoon. And the Southern California Choir with uh, the late Reverend James Cleveland.
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.